Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 38. Jingle, 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 instead of the whoop, 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 because it's Christmas time. And that means it's a time for joy and a fun and drama-filled debates. Wait, did I say drama-filled debates? Yes, I did. Um, and that's because it's a very special holiday theme park survivor episode of the podcast. Now, I know it's been a while since we've done a theme park survivor debate here on the podcast, but here is how they work. Me and my two guests will debate a topic, bracket style. Um, If you're not into sports, like I'm not, those are those things people tell you to fill out like at work during March Madness. And you're like, I don't know what this is. But they're like, there's money. So you fill it out anyway. Um, That's what a bracket is. (laughs) Um, After each round. We will vote on who we want to keep in the running for the win. This week's debate is which is the best of the best of theme park Christmas events. I could have written that better, but what that means is we're debating which one of these is the best theme park Christmas events in the U.S. So let's get started. As you heard, I have two wonderful, amazing, fantastic, never been done before, amazing, perfect, uh, I don't remember the whole lady got her quote, but I tried. Um, <laughs> but I have two guests with me today who are not afraid to argue, especially not with me. Uh, <laughs> and get to the bottom of this Christmas question, which, while I was writing the script, could not read the words, or could not say the words Christmas question. I kept saying equipment question um, because of the cues. Um, <laughs> so... I finally did it. It took a lot of practice. More than I probably should have done. I probably should have just put it out of the whole thing. But I did. But I digress. (laughs) Who could be joining me in this epic bracket style theme park survivor debate over Christmas Halloween Halloween, (laughs) Christmas holiday events? Well, it's none other than the Coaster King of the North, which is now going to be my new nickname for him because I just think it fits. Hello, ho, ho. Oh my gosh, that was so good. I hate you for it. Can we get that copyrighted? <laughs> write that down, write that down. <laughs> also joining us is one of the best people I know, Daniel. The best people? Wow, thank you so much. I, I'm honored. And I mean it because you're always so sweet. Oh, but I might give you a cavity. <laughs> oh, that's true. She's like, candy cane, y'all. <laughs> Christmasy. <laughs> But you can also, you know, turn it into a shank. Um, <laughs> I think we all did that at one point in school. <laughs> oh, I so did. And I'd get in trouble for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, welcome both of you. And thank you so much for coming back on the show. My pleasure. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us back. We appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate that now it's time to argue because I love a good argument. Bring out those candy canes, <laughs> Shanks. <laughs> Danielle. Um, <laughs> so let's get into this debate. So our first matchup of this Survivor tournament is Knott's Merry Farm, which is the Christmas event at Knott's Berry Farm. I really hope you guys got that, and I didn't and I didn't really need to explain it. Not you guys, but the listeners. Um, versus Kings Island Winterfest. Yes, I know these two are within the same company, but these two events are extremely different in, with what they offer, and they're the two highest rated in the chain. So let's go ahead 
and uh, start and just see which one we think deserves to move forward. Uh, Parker, do you have any arguments you would like to give us for either one of these? Yeah, I do. Um, Well, you know what? Let's start off with uh, Narts Mary Park. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Narts Nart Mary Farb. Nart Mary Farb. Nart Mary Farb. with Crazy Eyed Joe. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they do a good job with their shows. And I mean, like the Saloon Christmas Show, iconic. The Calico Carolers, also iconic. Um, they got lots of cool local artisans and vendors. And they also have this thing called Glow and Snow which are dancing lights and snow in California. So in California, I'm sure Ariana Grande would be proud. So (laughs) what a novelty. (laughs) Lots of good points there. But I think in the end, I'm going to go with Kings Island Winterfest. And no, it's not because I'm currently drinking hot chocolate out of a Winterfest cup. It is because... (laughs) I also (laughs) have one. (laughs) Um, I just find overall Kings Island, they have just so many wintertime activities um, that Knott's Mary Farm doesn't have. I know they have sledding and they have skating on Snowflake Lake and they have Charlie Brown's Christmas Town. So it's like that whole going to a Christmas tree farm experience. So I'm going to go right now with uh, Kings Island Winterfest just because, yeah, like I said, it just has all the winter vibes and all the winter activities. That, okay. I am going to go ahead and jump in and I say I agree with what you have to say. Um, uh, but be- before before I get my vote, I'm, I'm going to let uh, Danielle go before, but I do want to say uh, not production for their actual shows. It's a thousand times better than King's Island. So much better. It's They're so good that I could see them like traveling the nation. Has like many brought you know, like many Christmas tours, like how some brought how there's some like Christmas air quote Broadway mm. style shows that travel in the U.S. I could see some of their shows traveling like that because that Calico show, the sets are amazing, the performers are fantastic. Not to discredit any performers at Kings Island, but the budget for that show is so nice and so good that I am just in love with okay. it. But the event overall kind of bores me because I've been, I've been to King's Island's Winterfest. And King's Island's Winterfest, there's like cookie decorating, you can write letters to Santa. And when you write letters to Santa, it goes down like this whole like mousetrap style contraction, like going down um, a zip line down to a slide that goes into like a spinning barrel into like the bag. And it's so extra, but it's so cool. Um, Plus, you know, the the one thing, the other thing not to Farm does have over Kings Island is uh, most of their rides, if not all their rides, are open. Where Kings Island can't do that. They usually have one or two of the actual coasters open um, for Winterfest. And because you just can't run coasters in that cold, cold of temperatures, like a lot of coasters just can't. It's not safe to run them in those that kind of cold temperatures in Ohio, whereas California, you can run all the attractions and do overlays or whatever you want to do with them. Whereas, Kings Island, you can't, but Kings Island also offers like, replacement attractions and they keep some of the, the smaller ones 
open they keep attractions like um the carousel and the train turns into like a 12 days of christmas experience uh the they the petting zoo and charlie brown's area like planet snoopy uh, has turned into like a nativity scene um it's really a lot of fun they have like fake snow tubing and i i just enjoy the event overall but danielle i want to hear some of your opinions on uh either event and then who you think um well i'll just say a couple of things about each one and then i'll give my my uh summer my vote at the end so i think that king's island Winterfest is kind of similar to what we have here with carolyn's as my home park um and they have some of the traditional you know ice skating um uh, you know, pictures with the snow globe, you know, things like that. And then having some of the friendly, family-friendly attractions that you can ride and and experience in the park because we're in the South, mind you. It still does get cold, but not as cold as Ohio or, um, you know, even up in Virginia. But um, it, it's kind of bland. Um, we have an ice skating rink at the mall, you know, five minutes from my house. So it's not anything super special that I would pay to go to a theme park to experience, if that makes sense. Um, right. Versus Knott's Mary Farm, you know, with the Calico Christmas um, and the Carolers and the Saloon Christmas Show and the Snow and Glow Show. I feel like those are things that are more unique experiences that I could actually, you know say you know that's actually worth the money of going ahead and outlaying um i also think that as far as like uh food options i think that knox mary farm has a lot more unique um food to sample and try um versus king's island winterfest has a little bit more standard theme park fair and christmas fair items more traditional items um, and I think that's what sets Knott's Mary Farm also apart is the, the food choices and the, the uniqueness there also. Honestly, those are like really good points that I kind of didn't think about because like I did see I did see some of like the food offerings they have. And to be honest, a lot of theme park Christmas events are really about like the food offerings, the, the show offerings. It's not so much the rides but with not Mary Farm being able to stay open and still have all their rides going whereas you go to Kings Island and you can do the the other attractions the ice skating on the lake under the Eiffel Tower and like the local artisan like village area where you can buy things and like the Christmas letters Christmas cookies and all that but a lot of that also does cost extra you you have to pay to do the Christmas mm-hmm. letters you have to pay to decorate the cookies you have to pay to go ice skating extra mm. money after you've already bought your admission into the park whereas um uh Knott's Mary Farm you're getting those other offerings and honestly I, I really truly didn't really think think about that until you just said yeah same here <laughs> yeah I mean if it wasn't if it was for the fact that you know if, if Knott's Mary Farm was as close as you know things that I have here in, in my general vicinity it's like if I didn't have access to those things then maybe you know Winterfest would be a little bit more special and unique um, but 
I don't know about what you guys see in your local communities, but I see a lot of these pop up, you know, ice skating rinks that, you know, in like random unused parking lots where they pop it up for like the month of December, you know, for people to go ice skating in. And then whenever, you know, January rolls around, they close it back up, put it in storage wherever they store it. And then it comes back out next November. So, I mean, yeah, I live in Canada. We yeah. have ice rinks everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's just, it's not so special or unique. Um, and that's kind of what I, whenever I look at events, like for Halloween or, or anything for Christmas, what is the unique factor here? And, and for Winterfest, I just don't feel like there's anything super special to go out of my way to go and see and pay extra for. Now... I will argue um, that if you are a fan of these parks already, then having the opportunity to just experience Christmas at these parks is something absolutely special. Um, With skating, at least. I mean, at my home park, we have Winterfest, too, at Canada's Wonderland. And, I mean, skating at the base of Wonder Mountain, or in the case of Kings Island, underneath the Eiffel Tower, is different from skating in a parking lot or skating just in some arena that looks like a big old warehouse on the inside. It's a whole different experience and you have that atmosphere that separates it from just... It's a Hallmark exactly, movie come exactly. to life, really. Okay, now that I will give you. I will give you that you do have the ambiance there. I will give that to you. See, so now I'm starting to get... Kit, so... I really thought my vote was locked in for um, uh, Winterfest at Kings Island, but now I'm not so sure because I went and I enjoy myself there. I have a good time. I will say Winterfest has a much more spectacular lights display. That is, it really is magical to see because they turned the entire Eiffel Tower into a giant Christmas tree with projections. I mean, they're not projections. It's like the way the lights are lit up it looks as if something is being projected mm-hmm. onto it so like Santa will like fly across the sky while you're like somewhere else in the park and you can see him flying across around the Eiffel mm-hmm. Tower and it's all made with the lights and that's so cool and just like you know they have they have the snow um, <laughs> which I don't feel like Ohio doesn't <laughs> need snow but they have it um, <laughs> uh, during it and uh, truly there was one Oh, there is one thing that I think Kings Island has a lot better than Knott's, and that is when you walk around the park, and I'm a sucker for characters, I love characters, but Knott's, you know, they have, they have their saloon people, and their carolers, and whatnot. Kings Island also has carolers, and like, um, you remember, like, you know, like, in the 50s, like, you not the 50s, but like the 40s, they'd have those, like, those trios of girls, like, one red hair, one blonde, one brunette, and they'd sing, like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They have one of those. They have, uh, carolers. They have actual, like, Christmas production shows that are on stages. Uh, you can see the Peanuts characters in all their cute little Christmas outfits, like, from the special, which is fun. But also, they have characters from classic Christmas stories. You can go around and you can see the Nutcracker and the Mouse King from the Nutcracker and Ebenezer Scrooge and Marley and uh, the Ghost of Christmas Future, Past and Present, and like all these really fun characters that you don't get 
at Knott's May Farm, you do get the peanuts and whatever they have there that fits their theming in Ghost Town and whatnot. But you don't get all these other classic characters that are so much fun to interact with. Um, and they even have original characters. They have, like, um, peppermint people and, uh, like, an ice king and ice queen. And it's very, very fun because, like, each area of the park is decorated into something completely different. Where I feel as Knott's is mostly Christmas and Ghost Town. And then supplemental, like, little decorations here and there. And that's something that really does draw me for Winterfest. So, I think it is time to take our votes. Parker, who are you locking in as your vote to move forward? Okay. Danielle has given a lot of points. And... Yeah, she, she's she been very convincing, but I'm going to stick with Kings Island Winterfest. I'm going to stick with it. Very good. Danielle, who are you locking in as your vote to move forward? Well, I think that we've all had a, a really good and wholesome conversation about the pros and cons of each event, but um, I think that, uh, you know, the, the Calico Christmas kind of sells it for me. It's, it's unique and it's different and... Um, Ultimately, you know, Hallmark movie is is great for, you know, being on Hallmark. I'd rather go to Calico Christmas. <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, so that leaves it up to me, and I think I am going to vote. She really, she really got me messed up <laughs> with all the, with the, she really, I, I was going into this on the King's Island all the way, and she brought up the fact that, well, King's Island, you're paying extra money to not ride rides, and then you have to pay extra money on top of that to do the other things, or not spray farm, you're paying your fee to go in, ride the rides, and then do all the Christmas activities as well, which I'm sure there's things that cost additional, but it's not, you're still getting more, more for your money there. But Kings Island is just, it's so picturesque and beautiful. It's really breathtaking when you go for Winterfest. And, um... Dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against what I said, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote Oh my gosh! <laughs> she really convinced me, because, like, as much as Kings Island is beautiful, there's not as much to do. Okay. And so, I don't know. I guess it just, I don't know. It just, it's locked in now. I can't change it. But it just really, it, she really convinced me. So, Knott's Mary Farm moves on. Now it's time for round two, which is probably the most famous of all these events, which is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World in Florida versus Universal Orlando's Holiday Offerings. Um, which is across both parks in Florida. So, Danielle, I'm going to start with Ooh, you this time. Give us, uh, give us which one you're really... Wh- which one are you really <clears throat> feeling? The Grinch has been one of my idols since childhood. I most identify with him because he does not hate the Christmas spirit or the Christmas time. No. He hates the people. And he was training us for 2020. So, <laughs> you're killing Parker. We're good. We're good. 
Oh you need to call Should not have been drinking. Wee woo, wee woo. Just choked on my water there. We're good. Okay. Continue. Okay. Okay. Um, so we'll talk about Grinchmas first. First of all, as a little check mark, it is included in your day ticket. You do not have to separately purchase a ticket to participate in this event. Mm-hmm. That's true, and you don't have to separately participate, like in the uh, in in the Universal Combat either. You don't have to. Um, this normally features, or Grinchmas normally features a live action show. Um, this year it has been discontinued due to COVID. Um, I'm sure that will return next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's to be expected. It's to be expected. Um, I, I think that a lot of these you're going to find that as we start talking about these events they've had some changes because of COVID um, but that's not to say that some of these mm-hmm. aren't good changes or you know some of them could be really bad changes yeah, or exactly. changes that need to be exactly. made you know. um, also as part of the Universal Holiday there is also normally a concert the first two weekends of December featuring Mannheim Steamroller that is also included in your I love them That's a really... Okay. First off, you're giving me great points. Because I'm already like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it just... It's just so those are two really live-action events that are included in your normal day ticket team. Okay. Now, new new for this year okay. is a walkthrough of the Macy, Macy's Holiday Parade Balloon. Um, these balloons, they used to have spread throughout the park and at the beginning of Universal Studios when you first walked in. Um, but this year what they've decided to do is they've taken one of the sound stages and put them up so that you can actually walk through them. And it's got like Christmas lights and some like Christmas ambiance around it so that it actually isn't so, um, obtrusive looking in the park and so out of place. Right, and yeah. normally it's a parade, like, at night, right? Because it's got, like, Shrek and, like, a Santa suit and, like, King Julian talking about Christmas and, like, the Minions and, you know, all the universal stuff that you would typically see. But it's, like, floats right. and balloons. It's, like, I would equate it to, like, a theme park version of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Right, and it, I think this is the best way for them to have the parade, so to speak, without having the parade this year mm-hmm. um so whether this mm-hmm. actually stays or not we'll see um new this year is the christmas tribute store that is they new did this not year, do that last year that last um year. and as a matter of fact it features the unofficial mascot of christmas earl the squirrel yes Love him. And I Earl love Earl the Squirrel. Like the hero of 2020 right now, down at the parks right now at Universal. Like everybody is loving Earl, and I could not be happier that they have like a whole room just enshrined to Earl the Squirrel. We mm-hmm. we all gotta get some of that merchandise. Anyway, I need it. Is so, so adorable. It's so oh my gosh! And they have a whole room dedicated to Christmas treats. 
again, standard-ish theme park treats. Um, the only thing that I've seen that's different has been the hot chocolate bomb, and then they have the food truck outside that's doing the um, carnitas, is it? Along with some specialty funnel cake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. As far as the, the food is concerned, um, it's not as um, unique as some of the offerings that knots or a per- or you know a park like knots would have. Um, right. So, I'm. I mean, I think those are fantastic points. Um, to that, I do want to say. I love Universal. I love Grinch Mist. I love that you can walk around normally. Like, not this year, but normally. And that's kind of what I'm basing a lot of mine off of. Is normally you can, like, meet the mm-hmm. Who's. And they're very funny. They're very exciting. Um, you get to basically watch the Grinch movie. The Jim Carrey version of the movie. Live. It's a little different. Um, and if you're missing that, you know, you can watch this new musical that's coming on NBC with oh, Matthew yeah. Morrison. Um, I don't want to talk anymore about that. I am <laughs> disgusted. But um, besides that, um, <laughs> besides that, uh, they also, the parade is very impressive. And it's like, I, I think it's really cool that you can go to a theme park and basically experience a mini version of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is something I genuinely look forward to every year for mm-hmm. American Thanksgiving. Um, because I just think it's really cool. I'm a sucker for parades and I think it's really fun. Um, but to be able to experience something similar to that in a theme park is, I think is really special. But with that being said, we have um, Very Merry Christmas, which has one of the best parades in any theme park for the holidays. Like, it's so cute. It's so good. The Once Upon a Christmas Time song gets stuck in your head, except the one thing that does bother me is they do reuse floats from the Halloween parade. And that bothers me. Um, <laughs> but I probably should just get over it. Uh, but I think it's really cute. And you have the Snope during the parade. And I think that's really adorable. They have the stage show with all the amazing articulated heads um, for the animatronics. Including Clarabelle Cowsing, All They Want for Christmas <laughs> is You. Which still mm-hmm. is iconic. But points are being taken off for that weird texting song Daisy <laughs> sings. Um, it still bothers me. I don't care how many years this show's been around now. I hate it. It's, I don't like hearing her sing about Snapchat and Instagram and all the stuff. It just is weird to me. Mm. Um, but there's also tons of holiday offerings, like food-wise, for the party, which I think is really cool. The only thing that gets me is I feel like, I feel like the Christmas party doesn't give you enough offerings as say the Halloween party does um and so I feel like the separate ticket for it may not fully be worth the Christmas party itself and yes I know it's Disney yes I know it's fun but as a Christmas event I'm more intrigued by the puppets and animal kingdom they had last year than I am the actual very main Christmas party and you know I mean that's kind of that's kind of where I'm leaning more toward Universal with my pick for now. But Parker, what well, about I have you? a couple of points for both of them. Uh, starting with 
Mickey's very merry. I mean, the first line in my notes here is classic, iconic, and magical, which is very much true. Um, and like you said, the Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade is one of the best Christmas parades out there. It's just absolutely amazing in every way. Although I would say that the Booty You Parade is better, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I agree. It's very here <laughs> and there. <I'm>, okay. <laughs> it is okay. Here and there because it is significantly better than the Christmas parade. The Christmas parade is cute, but it just, it just no. doesn't compare. But I mean, yeah, it's still it's still good. We like it still. Um, Disney also does the uh, overlays for a lot of their well, not a lot, but a few of the attractions there. Like you have the Jingle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, you do Tomorrowland have gets a little bit of a makeover. Uh, Cosmic Rays becomes Club Tinsel. So you get some unique experiences there. Um, you also get the, oh, I forget the name of it, but the fireworks. There's the Christmas edition of the fireworks. Oh, those were actually really mm-hmm. good last year. The new ones were really, they were really cool with all the projections. I forgot about that. You do get that really good fireworks and projection show at the party where you don't, you don't get, well, that's not true. You do get a fireworks projection show mm-hmm. in Hogwarts yeah. at Universal. So, I actually, that really just kind of <laughs> nicks out that point for me there, huh? <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, Mickey's Very Merry has all these wonderful things going for it, but as you mentioned, it's not worth the separate ticket, in my opinion. I mean, I went... Um, I went to the Magic Kingdom on New Year's Eve back in 2012 slash 2013. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I still got to do most of everything you can do at uh, Mickey's Very Merry. I mean, I still got the whole Disney Christmas experience. Uh, The only thing that was really missing would have been uh, the parade. But then again, you can see that on Christmas morning on ABC anyways. (laughs) That's what I was watching. And it's always the same. It never changes. I mean, as far as fireworks go, I mean, there's fireworks every night, no matter what. I mean, it might not be the Christmas edition that you get in Mickey's Very Merry. I mean, when I went on New Year's, it was... They had a New Year's version, like they had, well, back then it would have been Wishes, but they had regular Wishes earlier in the evening, then they had the New Year's fireworks on New Year's Eve. The New Year's fireworks are Yeah, impressive. and you didn't have to pay extra to We're not even talking You about... got to see two different shows in one I day, know. so paying an extra, what is it, 90 or over, a, how much are tickets? Too much. Like, Too much. not worth it. Now, um, going on to uh, Universal everything is just included in your normal ticket you don't need to pay extra um hogwarts castle does that does have that projection show which amazing i haven't seen it in person but i've seen videos it looks pretty good um and yeah uh you get a full christmas experience that um is an extra and the grinch oh amazing like uh, i would love to be able to meet him it just seems like those interactions are so much fun. The Grinch is so sassy. Uh, love mm-hmm. it. He is. And like, it, Christmas is the only time you can meet that version of the Grinch. The rest of the time, it's the, it, he's like, yeah. Like a, like exactly. a cartoon. And the only time you meet like the Jim yes. Carrey style yeah, Grinch is during Christmas. And that's also another point. See, okay, I'm already, I already got, I know what I'm 
going for now because I'm just it really has locked <laughs> it in for me because even 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 Disney at the other parks I even find some of the offerings not that impressive mm. um, like I think it's cute but like it's not something that is really going to draw me in for the holiday season to Disney personally yeah no the one thing I will say about Universal is that the decor isn't as extensive as you see at Disney uh, Oh, no. It's like, they're like, we'll put effort into this corner. That's enough. Whereas Disney, it's a lot more (laughs) immersive. Like, you're fully into that Christmas vibe everywhere you go in the park. Disney is the person who's been collecting their uh, Christmas decorations for a while and knows how to put them up. Universal is like, Universal is like me like just got your first apartment <laughs> and you have like the five decorations you could afford to buy because for some reason Christmas decorations are way more expensive than what you thought mm-hmm. they were um, <laughs> so you have your five decorations and that's universal so um, I'm going to go ahead and lock in my vote and I'm voting for the holiday offering to Universal Studios I think Danielle, that Disney sometimes relies on the heritage related to their name. Um, and I think that has cost them some uh, to cheat a little in their entertainment offerings just in the normal park recently and um, in their Christmas offering as well. Um, I'm just... Yeah. I feel like and, um, the price tag yeah. along with it has not come down. Um, and I think that the one thing that made Disney so special for me was whenever you saw Cinderella's castle all lit up with the dream light, right? Um, that's been Mm. discontinued as of this year. And now Elsa lights it up. Um, and for me, that is a huge detracting factor, um, of even wanting to go. Um, the rest of the things, I think you could really see during normal park hours like jingle cruise things like that um so i couldn't justify think even thinking about going to very merry christmas party um so i might you know come across as a universal fanboy for this but grinchmas all the way baby i i've locked him on after and i agree so parker it's up to you um, who are you? Who do you think deserves? To if this were a question of Christmas at Disney versus Christmas at Universal, I, I would say that Disney still has the edge there. But we're talking about agree. Mickey's very merry Christmas versus Universal Christmas, and I'm gonna have to go with Universal and Grinchmas and everything they have there. Okay, that settles in our second spot. Is taken by Universal. Now we're going to move on to our next one, which is honestly the one I'm least excited to debate about, but it's two of the biggest, uh, two of some of the biggest uh, offerings around the country, and that is Six Flags Holiday in the Park at the Six Flags Parks and Christmas Town at both Bush Gardens Parks. Um, uh, I, I'll go ahead and start off with this one. I um, am bored by both of them, and I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I feel like and like a lot of the Six Flags parks like they always do they do pretty much the same thing across all the parks 
Um, they set up lights. They maybe do a bad show number or two. Um, and they let you ride a couple rides that aren't broken that day. Um, and then you have Bush Gardens, who does a little bit better of a job. They, they offer a little bit more within that uh, entertainment realm and a little bit higher quality within the entertainment realm with their shows and activities. But again, it's a lot of the same. It's a lot of walking around the park and looking at lights. There's not a ton of attractions open at either park. Well, Tampa more so than Williamsburg. But even that, you know, it's not like they're doing anything to really draw you in to the rest of the park. And even Tampa, like, their light displays are not as impressive as what you would hope if you're paying for a Christmas event or wanting to go to a Christmas event where you have Kings Island who is also a regional park and uh, can and has lights streaming down a one-fourth scale of the Eiffel Tower to the ground and lights covering their entire main street and multiple other areas of the park and then you have Bush Gardens who lit up a tree here put you know one of those target like polar bears mm-hmm. there and whatnot. Um, I will say the one thing that does make Christmas Town for me a little more interesting is that Tampa you do have some animal interactions where like you can take pictures of penguins like actual penguins and stuff like that which is cool um, where Six Flags you're not going to get that you're going to get like what I said kind of lackluster lighting packages and um you know, a couple of offerings. And it depends on which Six Flags Park you go to, but most of them are not going to be able to keep their attractions open because they're not in, most of them are not in California. California has Magic Mountain, which is really the only Six Flags I would say could draw me a little bit more into their Christmas event. But even then, it's just not enough to beat out Bush Gardens mm-hmm. for me because they, they're still doing a little more unique of the options uh, or offerings. Parker, what are you? What are I think you I'm think? in a similar boat. I mean, uh, yeah, Six Flags has never really caught my radar with their Christmas event. Like, I knew they had holiday in the park at all of their parks, but I've never really investigated them or had any interest in them. Uh, they all just seem like the same thing, like a couple lights, a couple shows, but nothing spectacular. Um, I know a few of them, the parks that have trains in the park i think they do something with their train um mm-hmm. so i mean that's kind of cool but then again so does bush gardens and with their train you get to actually go through the savannah and go through the safari so it's like you get a christmas train with african animals so already they're winning on that front mm-hmm. and um like you said like and williamsburg like also is just a stunning true. park overall so just add lights on top of it it's beautiful. Yeah. And like you said, the entertainment of, well, I mean, of SeaWorld Parks in general is always pretty high quality. And uh, I know for Christmas, they do a couple good shows. Like I know they have Christmas on Ice and they have uh, the Three Kings Journey, which is kind of cool because when you're talking about at least uh, the Christian Christmas story, that's not an aspect that's really explored a lot. So that's kind of unique in that sense. It's not just Jesus in the stable. It's like, the three kings and the wise men so that's yeah and they took this long journey and like we're not trying to get biblical but like that's a show they offer yeah 
is that. Um, but I also think something else that's really cool is they do offer like little booths and stuff and other activities that are themed to the other holidays. Because especially in Tampa, you're a very diverse mm-hmm. group of people. Williamsburg, um, I would say, is also pretty diverse, but you know, not as much. Uh, but it's, you know, they offer activities that are, you know, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Three Kings Day, Winter Solstice, uh, etc. and so on. And I think that's also something that is a little more interesting than just the holiday in the park that yeah. the flag does. And then I think the last thing um, that Christmastown does that would interest me is that they have the uh, Rudolph characters from the uh, 60s claymation movie with Bumble the Bonwell Snowman as well. They do! Like they have the Ice Princess, the Poinsettia Princess, and the Sugar Plum Princess. So they kind of have those original characters there too. So those characters are would, would be the biggest straw for me personally, I think. Interesting. I love it. Danielle, I feel like how, this how is like being between this? a rock and a hard place because it's like trying to choose which one is the least worse than <laughs> the other. Uh, it's like it's like do you want to go to math class or do you want to go yeah. to class like they both suck um, yeah, one like, of these to, are it's like, absolute favorites of mine having said that I do like that for Bush Gardens Christmas Town up in um, Williamsburg you have the opportunity to meet with Clydesdale horses which is something that is really rich in tradition, you know, traditional Christmas, you know, imagery. Um, so true. I think that's really cool and really cool aesthetic um, that not a lot of parks have. Um, but, I mean, whenever you're talking about Six Flags, um, I gotta say, again, it's similar to Winterfest at that point um, with some of their offerings. Here's some lights. Mm-hmm. Here's, you know, an ice skating rink. Here's a couple of rides open um, that we have, you know, from when we are normal normally open during the day. Um, I think Bush Gardens does a better job right. of bringing a globally um, centric view of the winter holidays to the U.S. in both parts. Um and I think that, you know, for the money, I'll be honest with you, I'd rather go to Christmas Town than go to Six Flags. Um, I will, I will say this mm-hmm. year, Six I, Flags I agree. for Magic Mountain is doing a drive-through light experience. Mm-hmm. They are, and it, you know, it it it's it's, it's also it, pretty. It's pretty. It is pretty. Um, but that's also it's pretty expensive and I'm also sitting here like I have one down the road where I live and it cost me $7 and goes to charity and not a big corporation and I feel like the only really draw is to be like to say one day you, you like walk through the park and you're like you know what one time I drove my car to the park and yeah. like okay that's like the only draw for me is like I'd be like yeah I drove my car to Six Flags and just to see people's reaction and then be like it was a Christmas display but like 
there's thousands of Christmas displays across the country that I personally yeah, think are a lot I mean, better than that Yeah, I mean, personally speaking, I mean, we have a Christmas light display, you know, at the Speedway. And I, I think Kyle from View from the Jeep Seats did a similar video not too long ago about the Daytona Speedway and their drive-through attraction. Mm-hmm. And he said that it was, you know, kind of reasonable compared to what Six Flags is doing. Six Flags is... $25 per person in the car. Per person in Absolutely the car. Not. Mm. No. is $20 no. to $30 per Minus... Minus $7 per vehicle of, of four. And then it's like $10 for above four. Wow. Yeah. And that's it. And so, like, it's it, it is that that's where I, that that's again. It just it's really we already know I don't like Six Flags. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't like Six Flags. I don't enjoy their parks. I don't enjoy their events. I don't like them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna get sponsored by them, and I don't want to <laughs> because I don't like them. Uh, but I I'm gonna go ahead and lock in my vote for Christmas Town. I just think it's a better offering for what you're getting. Uh, Same. I got to go with Christmas. Town I think here. we're all in agreement here. Christmas Town all the way, baby. Hey, Danielle. That was easy, <laughs> but we're like, yeah, but not great. But you know, Christmas Town is at least a little more interesting. <laughs> uh, and to those two parks, uh, those two parks or park systems or whatever, hmm. do better. <laughs> um, <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> Now, this is the one where I think it's going to get a little different because these are the two major hard hitters and these are the two that are considered like the two best of the best in the United States that that I've seen, even over Universal. So I've seen people say that these are the better Christmas events that you really just can't get better. And that is Dollywood's Smoky Mountain Christmas versus an old time Christmas at Silver Dollar City. Um, I'm gonna let Danielle start on this one. (laughs) That was my first argument. Just just first argument. Dolly. Um, (laughs) I think we all owe a lot to Dolly. Not just for um, her musical abilities, but just to give her a shout out right now for fully funding Vanderbilt University research department for the Moderna vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, just hands off Dolly Parton first and foremost. Um, having said that, I live in the state neighboring Dollywood um, in North Carolina, and you cannot go anywhere without hearing somebody in the state talking about Dollywood Christmas. Period. Um, it is legendary. It is magnificent. It is beautifully southern. Um, there is nothing quite like it. You're in the freaking mountains during Christmas time, surrounded by thousands of lights with wonderful yeah, Christmas music. Yeah, I mean music that's all you have to say. And Dolly Parton. Like I know she's not always there, but like. Absolutely. Now, if that didn't go ahead and and get you to to start to think about 
um, the experience, I'd say it's the most overall complete experience start to finish. So whenever you go home Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. the park, you normally are going to a hotel room, right? Well, with Dollywood, she's got cabins Mm -hmm. that are hers that you can rent, that you have the full Smoky Mountain Christmas effect, or you can stay at her resort, Mm -hmm. too. Which is absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. Stunning. Now, it's expensive, but if you're looking to do something (laughs) once in a lifetime type for Christmas, this is where I would sink my money. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't, I would not go to Disney. I would go to Dollywood. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. my, My final argument on this is going to be cinnamon bread. To be fair, they both have cinnamon bread. (laughs) Okay, I I can't. But it's better at Hollywood. I rest my face. (laughs) I I, again, I can't argue. (laughs) I feel like the only argument you could really truly make against Hollywood. Well, there's a couple, but we'll get there. Um. Parker, let, let's go ahead to you. What, what are what are what are your feelings okay. about this matchup? Because this is the one where I I get okay. Very okay, so <laughs> since Danielle didn't really say anything in defense of Silver Dollar City, I'm gonna step in here and give a couple sentiments because I think it deserves some hype as well. Um, Danielle yeah. was saying that um, Dollywood has this southern feel, which is true. But Silver Dollar City also offers its own kind of feel. Like it offers, I mean, the park itself is very pioneery. Like, yeah, Silver Dollar City kind of gives you like that. Yeah, like that, that frontier feel, kind of feeling. That frontier versus uh, Old Town Southern feel in Dollywood. They're sister parks and they have a lot of similarities, but they have two completely. Yeah, different and I feel like Silver Dollar City's uh, Christmas event uh, complements that vibe really well. Just the same way that Dollywood's does. Um, I was actually really pleasantly surprised to see how well their light displays are at Silver Dollar City. I was too. It's like I was so looking impressive. at pictures and videos all afternoon and it was like, wow, how how have I not heard of this? This is incredible. I want to yes, go to both, true. truly. Like I really do. Um, Silver Dollar City also has Rudolph characters just like Bush Garden, so... Mm-hmm. I think Dollywood oh, does well, as well. Because nice. again, yeah. they're sister parks. But like, still they're offering, they do offer some Yeah, and uh, uh, those characters, I, I believe they're in a parade too, which are which is pretty cool, which has the lights and everything. So kind of like Main Street Electrical, but Christmassy mm-hmm. and with Rudolph and Bumble. Um, right. I also know they have, um, they do up the train here as well. I mean, I know the Silver Dollar City train in general is very iconic um i know um who is it sir willow uh always talks about it on his channel yeah um, yeah uh they do it up for christmas and i i believe it's like a sing-along train too so you get to sing christmas carols while going on the train so th- that just sounds like a really fun experience but dollywood um i'm gonna have to agree with danielle my first line in my notes here is dolly period freaking period parton 
period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that that's where like it's so funny how just that name can draw you to the park because if you if you truly break it down, they both have very they both have very similar offerings. The only thing that kind of nudges Silver Dollar City a little bit ahead, um, which feels wrong to say because I am such a big Dolly fan and have been since I was very young, um, is the fact that they have what is considered the best Christmas light display in any theme park. And I mean, they cover all the all the buildings in the Midtown section of the park. They cover every building, tree, trestle, everything there head to toe roof to ground in lights it is they have moving lights like it 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 looks as if they took the osborne's family lights from hollywood studios yes like quadrupled the amount of lights and then placed it in this beautiful like pioneer city setting in branson missouri and it is it's stunning it truly is uh and like that 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 thing alone is so insanely magical looking that it could draw me into the park for that but dollywood also has a very beautiful area called glacier ridge now which that was new last year and uh our friend Corey went uh this year to look around at some of the christmas events and show them on his channel shout out to him very good videos of it and it has one of the most magical ethereal looking light displays with these beautiful like melodious hums that sound like it's coming from like you know how like in like fantasy movies it'll be like oh the creatures are Mm -hmm. humming but like you don't Mm. see them you know what I kind of mean yeah yeah it's like that and every like hum from that lights up this room or this area full of like thousands of draping long white lights that look like millions of like icicles coming out. It's so pretty. And truly I I feel Silver Dollar City has the better light display and something that could pull you in better. Uh, plus they can run their they can run a little more of their rides True. as well, which is also what we ran into with Knott's Berry Farm versus But aren't most of the rides Island. open for Dollywood when they can at least weather dependent? Um, I think so. Um I think there's a coaster or two that just Fair can't. enough. Um because again it is in the Smoky mm-hmm. Mountains and it it get it gets cold up there. Very cold. Um and so I feel like a lot, a, a few of their rides run less. But this is hard for me because, like, I think Silver Dollar City has the better event. But I feel Dolly Dollywood gives it 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 gives you more the feeling you're looking for when yeah, you're I mean, Christmas event. Um, you know what I mean? They also have like they have their, their tree is the tree in many colors, which is supposed to correspond with um, the Dolly mm-hmm. Parton movie A Code in Many Colors and I mean mm-hmm. Smoky Mountain Christmas is also the name of a Dolly Parton movie so they have that it movie is. tie-ins there which is great I mean just the whole Texas if you are a fan of Dolly really lends itself well to Christmas to Christmas right whereas like 
it's like as, as much as they are very polite and very nice at Silver Dollar City, I I I I also I, I have to vote for Dollywood because it just it just it it really um it it, it is what it is. It it's it it like you said that really southern charm makes me think of like good hometown mm-hmm. welcome everybody love everybody Christmas holiday celebration and so and plus being in the Smoky Mountains surrounded by like you leave the park and it's still beautiful <laughs> and that 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 just that that has to beat it out for me so that's where my vote goes um Parker what is your official vote okay like you said, Silver Dollar City definitely has a better light display. But coming at it from a more holistic overall atmosphere, overall feeling perspective, I'm going to have to go with Smoky Mountain Christmas at Dollywood. Very good. I, and then Danielle, I, I do agree. Book? I think that the Smoky Mountain Christmas is just a better overall experience. Um, it's more just Dolly Parton is the embodiment of Southern hospitality. Um, and I don't think you can get anything better than that. Um, so I think we know who the winner is here. Awesome. So that brings us to our, uh, uh, second round going to the final two. Our first is Knott's Mary Farm versus Universal. Um, Parker, how you feeling? Ha. Huh. Universal. <laughs> Re- really? Um, I don't know hmm. why I'm shocked. I-, I guess I'm just a little shocked because like, I feel like I feel like the originality of Knott's Mary Farm kind of beats out like the movie-esque Okay, that's true. That's true. Thing they try to pull okay, in Universal. Okay, come back to me. Come back But to me. also Universal has a better... <laughs> I need okay. to think on this. <laughs> Danielle, how are, how are you feeling about um, these two? I was thinking which this one, was going to be easier kind of until Parker started talking and now I, it has me rethinking sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, at first glance, um, uh, first of all, I- I'm just gonna say I have an an, un- an unintentional bias. First of all, because the Grinch is my favorite Christmas character, Christmas movie, so I'm just gonna admit that up front. So, having said that, um, <clears throat> if you were to take that away from Universal, is there anything truly special uh, beyond the Grinch? Um, I will say. The parade is cool. I think the parade that, is um, cool. I think that the Grinch is one of the actual few unique things that actually Universal has compared to some other parts. Because again, you know, with Knott's Berry Farm, you've got the Peanuts characters, and that seems to be a reproduction across anything that like Cedar Fair owned. But also, Charlie Brown Christmas is also one of the most iconic this Christmas specials true. of all time. This is very true. Al- along mm-hmm. with the Grinch. So, I mean, that that kind of... Al- although they may not be on equal exact planes, um, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, I mean, it uh, it has 
merch every year, merchandise every year. Every you know, I have a Charlie Brown Christmas tree that Christmas I'm looking tree. at right now. <laughs> and, yeah, and they're so cute. And like, but also people want kind of that yeah. Grinch style, um, whimsical world as well. See, I, I again, I was like, I was like, okay, it's gonna be easy. We're all gonna be like universal. But then I really, as as we started talking about it, I'm like, Universal doesn't have as much as it's offering, like as much. They have the mm-hmm. bigger name. They have Macy's. They have the Grinch. Um, they have Harry Potter. But they do that when they do the one uh, uh, Christmas projection show. But other than that, you know, Knott's Berry Farm, they're giving us, you know, special holiday food that is very specific to them. They're giving us, like, full production numbers that are very classic Christmas light displays, all kinds of other stuff that we're not getting Universal because Universal is like, well, we have the Grinch, we have Harry Potter, we have the Macy's Parade, we can draw you in with those three things. Whereas, I feel like Knott's is really trying to pull you in with an amalgamation of everything. They're like, oh, we we have we have classic Christmas characters, we have Charlie Brown, and uh, we have uh, carolers, and giving you like that kind of Charles Dickens Christmas thing oh my gosh I forgot about that when we were talking about Dollywood for Silver, Silver Dollar really, <laughs> Silver Dollar City has that was so hard they have like a full legit production like musical production that is their own of um, and people people like wait hours to get into this show which is of a Christmas carol they also have It's a Wonderful Life as a musical there as well that are like and that I mean that's also something that again I feel like really pulls that event before Dollywood but we already locked in those votes so we can't change anything okay but I mean I think I yeah. made my decision okay Parker what's your vote not Mary Farm gotta give it to Santa Snoopy over the Grinch here <laughs> I love the Grinch I love <laughs> Grinchmas and I think Universal does a fantastic event but I know personally when I'm looking for a Christmas event and when I think about what I enjoy, I enjoy feeling that overall immersion into the warm, cozy, traditional Christmas vibe. And I think Knott's Merry Farm provides that, but also in its own unique spin by having all the ghost town stuff and the saloon show and the calico stuff. So yeah, Knott's Merry Farm has my vote. I... I'm also going to have to agree and I'm going to have to vote Knott's Merry Farm only because as much as Universal has big names, Knott's Merry Farm is like a whole experience and it's park wide. It's not just, it's not just Dr. Seuss or the parade route or um, Hogsmeade. Um, Cause you know, you got in Jurassic Park, there's no Jurassic Park Christmas stuff there's no like there may be a couple like wreaths or stuff up in like Marvel Superhero Island but like you're really not getting a whole experience throughout the park whereas Knott's Merry Farm you are getting a, a holistic experience holistic is probably not the word but like well rounded experience my vote goes for well, Knott's Merry Farm as well I Danielle what about you that, um, we all did a 180 here first of all um 
I, I think that this ended not the way that we thought yeah, I agree. And, and unintentionally. I thought that Universal was going to be the one that, you know, went all the way. That's why I love um, these episodes. Unfortunately, as I'm here pondering this, I mean, whenever you put the Calico Christmas up against Universal, I mean, they're two different unique experiences, but I think the tipping point for me is the food. Mm-hmm. If you go back to the food offerings that Universal has versus the food offerings that, you know, Knott's Berry Farm has for Calico Christmas, they are worlds apart different. And you just can't beat the uniqueness of the flavors and and the things that you find at Knott's Berry Farm. So I I think I'm going to side with you both and say Knott's Berry Farm has the win here for this one. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of shocked because again, I really was like, okay, this is gonna end in like Universal and Dollywood, and that's what it's gonna be. And, or actually, I, I truly, yeah. when I started this, I was thinking it's gonna end in Disney mm-hmm. and Dollywood because, <laughs> you know, that that's a, that, that's kind of like what you basically think it's gonna always be. But when you really break it down, like we've been yeah. doing, it changes up the, the name yeah. of the game for this. <laughs> and that's why I love these episodes because you really don't know when what's gonna happen. Okay, our finest ma- our final match off until we get match off, match up, um, until we get to our winner is uh, Bush Gardens Christmas Town versus Dollywood's Smoky Mountain Christmas. Um, honestly, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I really don't think I have much to debate here. I think Smoky Mountain Christmas just takes it. Instantly. I'm just gonna go ahead and go and just um, uh, there, there's no decision that needs to be made here. Uh, just Dollywood, just Dolly Park, and, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna look at that because we've already talked That's about this. That's two votes locked in. Compared to Bush Garden. <laughs> oh, Bush Garden is Christmas Town all the way. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. uh, Dollywood, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. We were gonna fight. No, there's. I don't care if the border is <laughs> crossing and we're fighting. Uh, no, there's no debate there. <laughs> okay, well that brings us to our final match to decide who is the best. Not Mary Farm or Dollywood Smoky Mountain Christmas. Now, I know we normally I, 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 I feel mentally I'm like, I don't need to debate this, but I think there's still some that needs to be had. Because, like I was saying earlier, Dollywood, although beautiful, you're not going to get as many attractions as you can at Knott's Berry Farm. But, you're getting Dolly Parton's music and that warm atmosphere that we were talking about, plus the other additional things that you can get. I mean, I feel like it's not that big of a match, but the whole paying extra money to go to these events... But not being able to do a ton, at, or not not being able to do as much as you could at Knott's Ridewise, I think is a good. I, I think it's a good lean in their direction, but I don't know if it's far enough of, of a lean um, in their direction. Uh, so this is a very interesting predicament that we are in. First of all, let me just say that. Um, please, please comment yeah, whenever not what I thought we were going to Please comment and let us know what you think, because this is very interesting. I think this is a great debate um, that we're having here. 
between two parts that we didn't even think we're going to get to the final. Um, no, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I thought Silver Dollar City was actually going to be out in Dollywood um, just because of what they have in their event. But, I mean, yeah. here we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that not, shocked that not made it this far. And, um, I am too. Because in my head, I'm like, King's Island all the way. And then you brought up all the points. And I was like, yeah. I, 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 it really just convinced me that although yeah. it may not be as yeah. beautiful, I mean, it really, um, it really beat off. Dollywood is beautiful. So. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I think that the Smoky Mountain Christmas with the fireworks and everything is just outright gorgeous. Um, but I think for me, um, I'm more of an out west person. I'm more of a, you know, calico Christmas type of gal. So for me, I, I'm going to say not very far, mm-hmm. uh, personally. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Okay. I was not expecting that. So that locks in one vote in our final votes for not very far. Um, Parker, I'm going to lead it to you next so that I can make the final decision <laughs> be the one everybody's pissed off at. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, both of these events are great. They both have high quality shows. They both have this awesome overall Christmas atmosphere. Yeah. They both have great decorations. But... Yeah. Me? See, this is why it's so hard. <laughs> like, I was not expecting this. I wasn't either. I really wasn't. I am nervous. I think. I think I'm gonna have to go. Can I say, Shante, you both stay? Is that an option? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Dollywood. Um, like I was saying before, what? <laughs> I feel bad that was a genuine gasp, but it was. <laughs> that wasn't even for the drama or play. You said it, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like I was saying before, what I look for in a Christmas event is to be immersed in mm-hmm. holiday spirit and to be immersed in that feeling. And. Mm-hmm. Although, like I said, Knott's Mary Farm does offer a bit of that. I think Dollywood does a better job at that, and it's more uniform mm-hmm. throughout the park as well. And just the setting, the atmosphere, and the feeling there, yeah. Gonna have to go with Dollywood. Okay, I guess that leaves it up to me for this final vote and who we think should win. And like Daniel said, it's not where I thought we were gonna be. I truly truly was not thinking this is where it was going to be. But it is. (laughs) So, like I said earlier, Knott's Knott's has something very unique, which gives you a Western Christmas. Um, It gives you an Old West Christmas. It gives you a lot of uniqueness. And it also gives you a park with rides that you, that when paying for this special event, you're able to go and ride most of the rides while experiencing the other things as well. Um, again, also very unique food offerings, like she said, but Dollywood overall has a, 
a, a more impressive decoration, more impressive decorations. Um, it has the additive of Dolly Parton and her wonderful Christmas music, her Christmas movies, um, references. It still has the Rudolph characters, where again, Knott's also has the Peanuts characters, which personally, I'm a bigger fan of the Peanuts special than I am the Rudolph special. Um, but overall for the full experience and for the overall Christmas feeling I feel like I'd be more although not the bigger bang for your buck and Dolly is more the 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 more beautiful of the two I feel as if personally I would pay more to go experience a Smoky Mountain Christmas in Dollywood. So that's going to be my final vote, which makes our winner a Smoky Mountain Christmas at Dollywood in Gatlinburg. Pigeon Gatlinburg Forge, Forge, one of two. I forget where it is. <laughs> Pigeon Forge, uh, I think. <laughs> Pigeon Forge, yes. Yeah, I always get it so confused uh, because I've only ever been once, even though I don't I don't live that far away from it. Um, <laughs> uh I just I think overall I, I think it deserves it and I think I think it's a I think it's a, a, a clear winner I I, th- I think it really pushed its way through there um I do think it has its shortcomings like we were talking about but I mean that gives us a winner of this debate or this theme park survivor episode and <laughs> again I genuinely was not expecting it to go where it went uh, but thank you both for uh, indulging in this dramatic Christmas time survivor episode um but before we go it's time for plugs so parker do you have anything you'd like to absolutely plug? i do um so my main thing is my youtube channel which is called adventures with parker and it's kind of mostly a theme park channel but we also do some other things on there too uh we do a lot of travel and kind of local adventure stuff too but yeah you should definitely check it out um, along with that, I have my Instagram page with, and my Twitter page, uh, Twitter account, t- Twitter thing. I have Twitter. Uh, both of those are at ADD Parker. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and say that Parker's legitimately one of my favorite, not only theme park YouTubers, but YouTubers overall. His content is so much fun. It'll bring you so much joy. I recommend wholeheartedly to the fullest extent that you subscribe to his channel because if you want to feel good and just like but if you want a boost of serotonin <laughs> and you need it you need to you need to subscribe to Adventures with Parker because it is worth it um plus the quality of your videos is just like going up and up and better and better every time oh, and I well, love thank it you. um so you you're can welcome find me on Twitter you and then Danielle do you have anything you'd like my... to plug awesome theme park adventures there um yeah fantastic and then for me you can follow me on uh instagram at dyslexic96 on twitter at at scott021 or look at dyslexic and on tiktok at dyslexic and you can listen to the dyslexic podcast every week here this is our last month for the dyslexic podcast season two but that does mean in January, Ultimate Imagineer is coming back. And this year, there's a major twist. I have four new contestants. Actually, that's a lie. I have five <laughs> new contestants. And one 
of two past contestants of the past season will be returning this year for a redemption in the competition. So get ready for one of the most creative and fun competitions out there. I have six people going head-to-head creating attractions in short amount of times just for you to vote on who you think deserves to go forward in the competition and win a Disney gift card and the title of the Ultimate Imagineer. So, that'll be coming out in January. Get ready. Check out the social media. Follow all my social media to see all the fun, exciting things that are coming to there and to be able to vote throughout the competition. The uh, cast the cast list, uh, the cast reveal is coming soon, so get ready for that. And I'm so excited for Ultimate Imagineer Season 2 uh, coming your way. And with all that being said, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, if you like this episode, you can check out all season one and two of Dyslexic and season one of Ultimate Imagineer on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you really, really like this episode, then you can share the show with your friends and family and give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. I would greatly appreciate that. I would love for this show to grow. I think it's super fun and super positive, and I really just want to reach more people so that more people can have a way to get away, especially during this time. So um, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you guys share that. Uh, thank you all once again for joining us. Make sure you're washing your hands, wear your mask over your nose and mouth, which again, I say every week, I don't have to tell you, you already listened to Dyslexic, so I know you care about other people and you're not being selfish and you are, you know, protecting other people. Um, and social distance and, you know, just try to be safe during the holiday season, everybody. I know Hanukkah's about to start, um, as of the posting of this episode, uh, Christmas is on its way. Kwanzaa will be happening right after that. Three Kings Day, Winter Solstice is on its way. Just whatever you're celebrating, please stay safe, um, but still celebrate on uh, with your family and just, you know, do, do the best you can. I know it's going to be hard, but, you know, do the best you can. Bye. With all that being said, have an amazing week and happy holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye now.